0: 2,000 European Championships. That's all the news from RTHK.
1: Good morning and welcome to another weekend, which means it's time for The Week on 3 with me, Christy Lai. Hope you're all staying warm and toasty ready for the holiday season. In Hong Kong, Christmas is celebrated by many regardless if you've practiced religion. To many, Christmas is spending the winter time with family and having good food and good company. With pandemic restrictions slowly easing bit by bit, we can finally all celebrate the holiday season with our loved ones. Telling us more about some traditions and how locals in Hong Kong celebrate the festive season is Yuki Zheng, who is producer at Radio 3. So, I'm not
2: sure if everyone else shares the same fight with me, but Christmas is coming! (laughs) I already dyed my hair green just to prepare for the Christmas season. I've been playing Christmas Carol since right after Halloween, I think. So, yeah. Right after Halloween, you yeah. s-
3: bypass Thanksgiving. I, of course, Yuki, I did wonder why you dyed your hair green. Was it really for Christmas? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just a coincidence. So. Oh,
3: wow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I, I, maybe if you turn around later, I can take a picture of your hair. I'll uh, sure. post on Facebook so our listeners can see uh, Yuki's uh, <laughs> wacky green hair. It's actually, you know, it's it's a bit blondish green. Yeah. So.
2: But then my sisters were saying
3: that, um
2: so it looks like my hair has mold uh, it has yeah. mold on. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, yeah that's hilarious yeah. well but i mean this week you could be talking about how hong kong is we'll be yeah. uh celebrating or locals them. yeah uh, you know not just hong kong people but you know if you've lived in hong kong a number of years or if mm-hmm. you've you know uh um, moved or if you're an expat here or if you uh, you know came to hong kong later on this is how people generally celebrate christmas yeah,
2: yeah. um i think christmas and chinese new year are Two are the two biggest festival we have in Hong Kong. So
3: basically, um, every Christmas, unless you're super like Chinese tr- traditional Chinese, then you have like Dongzi. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But <laughs> then you don't really do any major celebrations. Yeah,
2: we for don't. It. Yeah, yeah we just eat within the family for the Dongzi. <laughs> yes. But then for Christmas, um, you you obviously you probably have seen a lot of Christmas installation in malls or like Christmas lightings across the harbour since it's fast it's the festival right it's time for people to daqat do you know what
3: daqat is um like to go to a location and upload it on social media
2: yeah so basically you just go to that location take a photo fo- take a instagrammable photo and then just check in places daqat is a is a is a very common phrase, um phrase that we use in hong kong so obviously hong kongers will go to watch watch observe christmas lightings and displays um, obviously some of the top malls in Hong Kong are very famous.
3: Christmas lights in Hong yeah. Kong is a big
2: thing. Yep, yep. And that um I think every when I was young every year my family will have will have dinner in Tsim and then we we'll just walk to the harbor and then take the photos and have a look at the Christmas lighting. Yeah.
3: yeah. Are, are you a big fan of the 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 Christmas trees and the Christmas decorations in all our malls, I have to say, they'd make such an effort.
2: Yeah. So I think, and then that, of course, that's the season where malls make money, I guess. But then, yeah, people just love watching, um, taking photos in front of a huge Christmas tree in front of pretty lightings. Um, and then the second thing is, of course, we talk, where we will talk about food. Um, I think Christmas meal. It's also a big thing here in Hong Kong. Um, we have a colleague, um, she was saying that every year she has to book restaurants for a buffet for the family, so I think buffet is a big thing in Hong Kong. We will have chan, zi zi is a buffet? buffet, yeah, and also for my family, we'll do barbecue, we'll do Christmas barbecue, so we will see it. It's like, um, at one of my uncle's house. So yes, yes, yes. yes, so basically you just
3: grill something to eat. Yeah. And that's, that's big. barbecue. I used to do that heaps when I was little in, in Hong Kong. And yeah. I think I mentioned in last time's Gong, Hong Kong, we'd go to Big Wave Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it's amazing because they had those shy leaves. Pa <laughs> Cao <laughs> you know those, oh, yeah. Like all around. So uh-huh. while we were like, you know, having barbecue food, we'd like this. <laughs> <laughs> my cousins and I would sort of terrorize the, the plants a little bit. Well, not really, but we just sort of touch them. You know, yeah. those leaves that like, yeah, close? Yeah. yeah. Are they called shy leaves? I don't know. That's, yeah. Yeah, we call
2: it Shirley shali- Pato in Pa-tau-cho. Like Cantonese, yeah. but then yeah, I'm not sure it, what if that's a legit name for I the plant. So, yeah. yeah, let's just call it. It's shali- just a <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm not sure if if you know what Winter Wonderland is because well, I was today in the UK and then Winter Wonderland is obviously a really big thing during Christmas. No. You know? What's that? So it's they will just build... Um, a temp not like temporary, but then they will have in London in Hyde Park they will have Winter Wonderland where people where there's a lot of like it's like a Christmas market. Oh. But then you've got um an icing ring, and then you've got a huge Christmas tree, and then you've got
3: all sorts of different sh- shops. Hand- oh
2: yeah, oh. handicraft
3: shops. Oh okay, yeah okay. It's, it's sort of like a marketplace. Yeah, okay. Marketplace. I, okay. I think
2: in Hong Kong we do have one in Stanley as well. I think people likes to go to Stanley for the Christmas market. I've never been to one, but uh, then... Yeah. yeah, I
3: quite like Stanley market, but I've, I don't think I've been there during Christmas time.
2: Then You yeah. should, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. Christmas sausages. Yeah, yeah, okay, I
3: must try some.
2: Okay. Yeah. And I think... Oh, and movie night. I think movie night is definitely a big thing for my family because every year, TV would just replay... There are several movies that they will replay every single year.
3: Home Alone. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. Growing up and watching yeah, TVB same. or yeah. ATV. Yep,
3: yeah. that is definitely a very Hong Kong tradition yeah. to just watch watch明珠九三零. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs>
2: and then besides Home Alone, I think people also watch Harry Potter. Yes. Same. I don't know why, but then we just watch. Yeah, it's kind of Christmassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. it is, maybe,
2: yeah, okay,
3: yeah. excellent, okay, well, Jolie sing Dan Fai yeah,
2: you too sing Dan Fai
3: everyone, thank you so much, Yuki.
1: And that was Yuki Zhang and Noreen Mir speaking about Hong Kong on Brunch. On Monday, Phil caught up with singer-songwriter Veronica Lynn, who was last on the show when she was 17. This time at 23, she is back with a different sound and also a bit of a change. Take it away, Veronica.
4: Hi, good.
1: How are you?
0: I'm okay, you know. Welcome back. Now, I said you've been on Thank the program you. a few times before, but... Gosh, gosh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you're pretty young when you first... I'm not going to do the ages thing, you, you were <laughs> well, kind like of pretty... I was like
4: 17 when I first came on your programme.
0: Goodness me. So it's been a while. Yeah, well, welcome...
4: I'm 23 now. <laughs> I say.
0: I don't know if that says more about me or you, but welcome back.
4: It's, <laughs> Thank you. It's
0: been absolutely lovely sort of following your musical career, if you like, your musical directions and what mm-hmm. you sing about, what you write about. So where are you today? Because you've been all over the place when we've talked before.
4: Yeah, I'm in Hong Kong at the moment, but I did spend a year in China right okay. before I came
0: back. And we did, we yeah, did a gig Shenzhen. once from your lou in Shenzhen, didn't we? Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> it was all for the acoustics.
0: It was all, she, she set up all the yeah. stuff. It was great. Well done. Brilliant. So what have you been doing <laughs> that you want to share with us?
4: Um, yeah, so currently, I'm a website designer and social media marketing manager. And before that, when I was in Shenzhen, I did a year at a school um, to study psychology. Great. So yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And you were at some stage like a student journal as well, weren't you?
4: Yeah, yeah, I worked at the uh, South China Morning Post, Young Post, and I just got another job offer actually to be a like a TV news anchor
0: slash reporter of sorts. How <laughs> cool is that? So what about this? What... Um, yeah, I'm on. a tattoo
4: apprentice now. Tattoo?
0: Get this, me? Yeah. <laughs> I should stop asking you because there's more and more yeah. and more. Yeah, there's more,
4: actually. Yeah. So I'm also planning to become a ski instructor in Japan. Um, As you do? the coming year. Yeah, in well, March. I'm taking the exam in March.
0: What about the songwriting? Has that been put on hold or have you carried yeah, yeah. on? What's the deal?
4: I'm going to put that on the back burner. But I've been listening to all sorts of different artists like Billie Eilish, which I'll be singing one of her songs today. and Yeah. Yeah, but listening to different kinds of music.
0: Great. So, um what you're planning on doing for us today so basically do what you like she's asked me for she's asked me for a bit of reverb i'll be charging for that of course (laughs) (laughs) let me invite our listeners to join us on facebook live once again as you know the brew is the page lovely to welcome back singer songwriter veronica lynn so pop in for a couple of minutes if you can and listen to what she has to do so do you want to kick off and do something it's to you
4: sure i'll be uh singing two bailey eilish songs today and i'm a huge bailey eilish fan okay um the first time the first one is on ukulele so it's called eight so hope you like it all
0: yours
5: You like me like I'm see-through I guess I'm gonna go
1: singer-songwriter Veronica Lin, and she was speaking to Phil Whelan on The Brew. On this festive edition of The Common Room, Allison is bringing you tons of exciting specials as we begin the countdown to the holidays. On off campus this week, we learned more about Jakub Yusuf Orlinski, a young opera singer and breakdancer. It was Jakub's first time in Hong Kong, but now he's back in Europe, getting ready to perform for the festive seasons. Let's learn more about his art and how he chooses different pieces to perform for each show. Ladies and
6: gentlemen, I am so excited to be introducing you to a new friend of mine. He is a, I believe, first time visitor to Hong Kong and already doing a major performance. Without further ado, may I please have my guest introduce himself to you.
7: I'm Jakub Zaforlinski, I'm a countertenor from Poland and yes this is my agent debut and i'm super excited to present not one but two programs different programs uh in
6: amazing how's hong kong treating you so far very good
7: you know it's really really nice the weather is fantastic you know i came from uh, san francisco where it was it was cold but also a few days before i was in new york when it was like full winter so for me What's happening here is literally summer. So I am super happy.
6: Amazing. Now you mentioned you've got two very different shows. How different
3: are they?
7: Oh, it's all Baroque music. So one can say that like, oh my God, but it's only Baroque music. But no, it's completely different things uh, that we do with Il Pomodoro. It's an orchestra that I usually travel with. We do concerts around the whole world. Mm, And we have different programs. But this time we are bringing our... Really kind of cool program of Faccia d'Amore, which is basically different mm, shades of love. Uh, so, the, the program is presenting a, sort of like a musical picture of a male lover, you know?
6: <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, Christmas is all about yeah. the feeling of love, too. So, it's just perfect timing.
7: It's not only about this, you know, cute love, like, you know, two people going to the cinema, holding hands, and like, you know, giving each other kisses. No it's not uh, it's also this very tormented love very troubled love like the longing it shows so many different emotions of that one particular emotion which is so big and can like actually uh, evokes so much in us, so that's what we what we present with this uh, with this program. And the other program, the uh, stagione dell'anima is a program which is focused on the very very early Baroque. So this is the beginning of the uh, 17th century, mm, and it's a super cool program because uh, uh, if somebody doesn't know what is the style of the, se- the Seicento, so the 17th uh, century music, it's really like You have, for example, the baseline and nothing else. So you have to create everything yourself. And there is a lot of um, improvisation, a lot of stuff that you can add and you can kind of take away. So it's a lot of exploring. So it's really exciting for us to present this program for the very, very first time here. This is the premiere of that that program. And I'm sure it's going to be... uh, a super super fun experience not only for us but for the for the public who will come to the concert
6: fantastic those who went oh my goodness you have no idea how lucky you guys are but um <laughs> let us talk to you about what excites you about your job? I can just see when you talk about music, you just beam this incredible aura of joy.
7: Yes, I mean, I love what I do. This is the thing. Like, uh, if you love what you do, you like you work hard, you work a lot, but at the same time, it's difficult then to sometimes call it work because you do something that really fulfills your soul and your needs and your inner sort of, uh, like, kind of feeling of satisfaction like this Uh, it's really really beautiful because the thing is that like when I when I started singing I was really bad and uh, I did not know if it's gonna work but then suddenly I started doing those competitions uh, around Europe and I started traveling and then I thought geez this is this is the best this is like really exciting because I can see new places I can eat a lot of food and I love food so like you know to taste those those flavors from different countries is also super exciting and meeting people is just extraordinary and then of course music uh, leads the way so this is the most important thing for me and to share uh, my interpretations and and sort of my feelings through the music and through not really a popular music because my, my journey is now that like I really record albums with uh, unknown unknown pieces so uh, even for people who really know baroque period they don't know those pieces because those are what we call world premieres so it was those pieces were never recorded and the last time they were performed it was like 300 years ago 250 years ago so it's really exciting for us to bring back to life something that was forgotten. And um, and it's it's funny because when I do research those pieces with my friend Yannis François, who is like my treasure hunter, um, uh, mm-hmm. we find pieces and some of them, you know, we are laughing that like, yeah, it's good that they're forgotten. Like they should not be performed anymore. Like <laughs> This is good that they're really laying down there, deep down in some kind of library, in like, you know, in the cloister yeah. somewhere in, in Italy so it's good but some of them are forgotten and they're those are masterpieces like really masterpieces and i'm super happy to bring them back to life and even more happy when we do record uh, an album like uh, my first album anima Sacra, where there is a lot of sacred music but then i get so many messages on instagram because i'm very active on instagram and people write me on instagram those young musicians saying like hey what is this piece? I want this score. Like I really would love to perform it as a singer or as a violinist or as a as a cello player. They would really want to perform it. So it's super exciting because you bring back to life something and then you extend the life of it because people really want to re-perform it.
1: Jakub Yusuf Orlinski on The Common Room with Alison Howe. If you would like to hear the full interview, be sure to listen back on our RTHK On The Go app or visit our Radio 3 homepage. And finally, to end today's Week on 3, we have our friend Steve James, who will be taking us back in time with some Beatles mania. Take care and stay warm, and I'll see you all next week on The Week on 3. I'm Christy Lai. <laughs>
0: the factories may be roaring with the boom a a zoom a a wee But there isn't any roar when the clock strikes four. Everything stops for tea. Now I know just why Franz Schubert didn't finish his unfinished symphony. He might have written more, but the clock struck four and everything for tea. This day, 1979,
7: Pink Floyd started a five week run at number one on the UK singles chart with Another Brick in the Wall, their only UK chart topper. The song was also the final number one single of the 1970s.
8: Dead is blown across the ocean
7: Urdu Radio Program Hong Kong Ki Sham every Sunday evening after 8 o'clock news here on RTHK Radio 3 Urdu program Hong Kong शाम Sham की शब 8 5 मिनट पर। गीत संगीत, शेरो नग्मा, nagma और aur इंटरव्यूज़, interviews और खिलाड़ी, मज़ाब और aur साइंस science ki duniya aapki farmayishein aur rang-e-rang tafree woh sab Hong Kong 8 बच कर 5 मिनट से राद 9 बजे तक सिर्फ RTHK Radio 3 पर